Hello, and thank you for joining us here at Where Am I To Go podcast. Before we start our show today, there's a couple things I would like to bring to your attention. First of all, we have a Facebook page where we post lots of pictures of places we've been and things that we've done, and also other little things that people might be interested in knowing. We also have an email address at whereamitogopodcast at gmail.com. If anybody has any ideas, suggestions, or thoughts about our program, please let us know. I'm more than interested in hearing comments, feedback, and that type of stuff, and it will also help to make a better show. And lastly, we are on Patreon. If anybody's interested in joining us there and helping us along with our adventures, we would be more than happy to have your assistance. Now... Thanks again for joining us today, and let's get on with the show. Today we are in Blackwell, Oklahoma, and I am with Melissa, and we are at the... Top of Oklahoma Historical Society Museum. The top of Oklahoma, and I guess that's because we're in the top of Oklahoma, just south of Kansas. Yes. And uh, this museum, I walked through the front door, it is packed. They have all kinds of things here. And the museum had a few things that, that really intrigued me when I was looking at the website. We'll see when we get to that. Uh, they have a tornado museum uh, in here and some of that. That's kind of what I was highly intrigued with. But there's so much else to see here that I think we're going to be intrigued for the whole podcast. Good. Anyway, Melissa, what is there to do around Blackwell? Well, in Blackwell, we are an hour from the majority of the other large towns. We're a small town, but we're an hour from Oklahoma City, hour to Enid, hour to Wichita. So the things in Blackwell to do, we have a museum, which is where you are today. Uh, the building was built in 1911 and finished on Easter Sunday of, eight, of 1913. Um, they used to light up the building. We were called the Electric Park Pavilion. You, there are pictures all through the museum and history about the actual building. The building was used kind of like a civic center or a welcome center would be today. Different and that's events. what it was built for is, it was, is a civic yes, center? It was a grand, it was a grand leaded up building. They had over 1,000 lights wow. on the roof, flags up on the roof, lights out front. Uh, they lit up the fountain, walking paths. Different things were done at the museum. Um, they would do boxing, wrestling, concerts, plays, musicals. The high school used it as an uh, auditorium for graduation. Uh, band and choir would rehearse here. We also had uh, the Women's March to Vote was held down our main street and came into the pavilion and they celebrated the right for women to vote. And a lot of our early, early matrons, which were the Mason's wives, they were part of the march. So I featured that on our Facebook page wow. about some of the women that were very instrumental in the um, building of Blackwell as well as many rights for women as well as opening up the library, helping with the different churches, Girl Scouts, many civic things the women did. Uh, that museum also houses um, the smelter, which was a business here, uh, the glass plant, the foundry, the flour mill. Um, you can walk through and see rooms set up as the old-time kitchen, living room, parlor, and dining room. We have things from the old post office, uh, doll collection, Santa collection. We also have antique toys. So there's a lot to see at the museum. We also have barn quilts, which are, um, were done in like the 1800s. The women would quilt and the men would paint and put barn quilts on their barn. And so we have now added that to Blackwell. There's a group in Blackwell that does barn quilts. The museum has four. We have the original barn quilt, which you can see as you come and go. Uh, we have a land run barn quilt. 
that celebrates the run of 1893. We also have a tornado barn quilt, which was added this year in 2019 to 2020 for um, to celebrate or to remember and honor our tornado victims. We also have an original barn quilt, the Jewel of the Shikaski. So there are tours throughout the town, and we have the maps and prizes and things like that for anyone that wants to tour Blackwell and do the geocaching for the barn quilt. You geocache also? Yes, for the barn quilts, yes. Dang, it does so. not sound like we have much to see here. <laughs> <laughs> or do. Now this yeah. building, you said that it was lit up, it was a civic building. This building is unbelievably cool. When you're driving through Blackwell, you can't miss it. It has been renovated in the last few years because yes. it looks so sharp, so clean. It does not look like a 1911 building, but it has an arched front and two wings off to the side. It's just a gorgeous building. Thank you. Well, actually, we have a new roof. The city um, got us a new roof, new stucco, new brickwork. They refurbished the fountain. So a lot of new things have been done in this year. Prior to that, it was done in the 90s. Prior to that, in the 70s. It was turned into the museum in the 70s. Okay. And there is a board of directors that governs the museum. But we are lucky enough to be housed in the old Electric Park Pavilion, which is provided by the city of Blackwell. Cool. And does, did they keep all the lights and stuff to where you can still light it up the, the way majority, that it was? Yes. We have wow. lights in the window, lights up front on the light post. We do have the one eternal light in the front that we decorate for different holidays and seasons. Uh, we also have the old curtain that hung across the stage um, when there was a stage in here with theater seating. Um, we also have a train room, a music room, Native American room. Does this museum end? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we as we walk into this this gallery, we we come into the. I, I'm assuming this is your postal display. This is the post office. You've got an old post office with the bars on the on the uh, window. teller windows, windows and uh, delivery slots yes. and all of that kind of stuff. Very nicely done. A little scale. Some pictures of the old yes. postmasters. Then we also have our um, bank section. Okay, with a bunch of money bags and, and things that the banks used to hand out. I don't know, I mean, they all have pens now, but there were lots of toys, bags, Glasses, yes. uh, banks, little coin banks that look like pop cans or uh, whiskey barrels or different things like that. And, I, you know, I haven't seen banks do that in years. I know I had some of that stuff when I was a kid. We also have these that the money went through the slot back to the teller. They use these at the bank, and you put your money in it and close it. They also look kind of like some of the people might have seen at, like, Anthony's or some other stores where they put it through a slot, and it runs up into the bank right. or into the area where the teller can get the money. Uh, we also have the old coin changers. Like for the car hops. Yeah, for like car hops. Yeah. Yes. Those are cool. The stamps. We have um, old pictures of the bank. We ha also have, um, here is where Amelia Earhart came to Blackwell. Oh, and really? And she got the key to the city. And Amelia Earhart came and she was pulled over for speeding oh, in no. her car. And they went in front of the judge. It was... And so she had to go to the bank and get a cashier's check or money to pay the judge. And then they <laughs> heard about it, so they gave her the key to the city. Now, she also has a place in Wyoming, not far from where we're at, in Matitsi. She was building a cabin up uh, oh. in a place called Kerwin that's a ghost oh, town that's now. Cool. So it's kind of interesting to see Amelia Earhart here and then also where I'm from. And then you have a hair wreath here. Yes, our hair wreath is inside our home, like into the dining room in the old days. So we have like the old table, the old sewing machine, the old um, dressers, cupboards and dishes. But our hair wreath is in here and it was a fundraiser that someone did. And they all donated their hair and then they had an auction and sold the hair wreath to the highest bidder. When did they do this? 
Um, this actually came from the Bremen, Oklahoma area, which is about 10 minutes from us. And um, it would have probably been done in the late 1800s, early 1900s. Okay. So it's, it's very old. And it's framed, and you can see that they actually made flowers out of each person's different hair. Now this is this is really interesting. I there is a hair museum in Independence, Missouri that I went to. Just blew my mind, and I hope to be able to get back there and do a podcast at some future time. But people, you need to go look up hair art on Google and get some images. The detail uh, with the flowers and the acorns and the uh, little petals and all of that stuff is so intricate and so cool. And all the different colors of yeah, hair make for the, such yeah. a neat uh, display. Yeah, because you see gray, you see black, brown, auburn. There's different shades of hair. So you can see like probably the different ages of the women in the church or the group that put it together. Wow. Then we also have an old candle mold. Oh, yeah. And it was a primitive mold used in the 18th, 19th century. And this came from the Shemp family. And they used this to make candles before they had electricity. Right. And they probably made it out of either <coughs> tallow or beeswax. Uh-huh. And then as we go through to this part, we have the old bedroom, the old kitchen, living room. Um, we have different uh, quilts that we have featured. We have land run quilts. We have the old buggy. And what about in here? We've got that's a our rocking little, chair collection. Yeah, that's our old um, parlor. There'd be like old rocking chairs. The old couch has the gun cabinet, the um, kerosene lamps. Yeah, these, there's several old rocking chairs that are big, heavy And then we also feature chairs. our men's and women's section. This is a perm machine yes we've it, seen several have of you seen those, those? oh yeah took eight or nine hours to perm their hair and looks like you're sitting in an electric chair yes and then you've got a lot of other uh women's items as far yes. as curling yeah. irons and curlers mirrors, mirrors. the old, the old wow. razors the old hair clippers then over here we have like your shaving kit the old pipe and cigar tobacco, tobacco cans as well as your ink like an ink for to write letters right we With also little ink yeah wall. and then we also have a area here for the cobble to make shoes so it looks right. like Pinocchio yeah. over here like making shoes and the elves and the shoemaker <laughs> then we have an old desk for the old school section and on the desk you have an old dictionary that's about eight inches tall Yes. It's, it's one of the old dictionaries. It has, I, I have no idea where they found that many words because it's 10 times as thick as the dictionary that you had in school. Yes, it has the different. Wow. Get that, Just amazing. Some... You, this, this place has tons and tons of items. It's got Webster. And neat pictures. You, then you've got your bedroom set up with the baby carriages and, and cribs. And old sewing machines. Wow. Then there's a collection of women's hats and scarves, gloves, all the different. Um, you can see what the slips, the old land run clothes. We have like this is all the we've got all the way from your land run all the way to about especially the 20s and 30s uh, catalogs, different. Um, baby girl dresses that were christened and then christmas and easter outfits and then this is our land run section okay now now we need to stop here okay i'm going to interrupt okay land run you've said that word about four times yes. and i am intrigued okay tell me about the land run okay in 1893 oklahoma had the land run in blackwell which would be k k county Grant, Noble, Woodward, Woods, all the different counties in our area, northwestern Oklahoma, um, all the way it featured all the way from like Alva and Woodward down to Enid, um, all the way to Perry, okay. all there, through there. Um, this is W.S. Prettyman. He was our land run photographer. 
he made the run of 1893. Here Prettyman is with his buggy in the Guthrie area. So Oklahoma City, Guthrie, Moore, Norman, like Cleveland County, Oklahoma County, um, all through there, their run was 1889. How many runs did they have? There were quite a few. There were land runs. There were also uh, draws. There were also different um, things featured, like the um, you could do a kind of like a chance, or you could do a draw, a lottery. You could also do a run. Now, 89 and 93 were two of the largest land runs, where they shot the gun off and raced for their land. So okay, now was, up, no, 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 was Oklahoma a territory at this time, or was Indiana it a state? Indiana territory. It, it was not a state. It was we a territory. We were not a state until um, 1907. And who who decided that these runs were going to happen? Was it uh, the territorial governor? The federal government. The, the federal, federal go government with the lands with the Homestead Act. Yes. Yes. And mm -hmm. so, let's keep talking here. Okay. So, they advertised in the paper, maybe, and they said did. that they were going to have a land run and nobody could settle any of these lands until that point in time. It was all Indian land. Okay. How happy were the Indians about this? Some of them were upset, but some of them were happy because some of them were paid for their land. Some of them were paid to move. They did sell their land. Now, others were taken out and... We're not so happy, but different. There's different stories in history. Some of them, some of the people that I've visited with, that their ancestors made the run. Some of them have told me that actually, the Indians were able to as well um, try to purchase land if they had the ability to do that. Okay, so, so now when they ran, they claimed what forty so acres? So they raised uh, forty. They eighty acres. 160 80, acres. 80 acres was $5, and 160 was $10. So and now you had to our, pay before you ran? No. You lined up, and you paid $3 for a ticket. Okay. And then you lined up on the line, and they shot the gun off in 1893 in Blackwell. They shot the gun off at noon. And we have, um, re have reenacted the land run in Blackwell four times. The last time we did it was uh, um, in 16. It was wow. at our 125th birthday. Now, this is a book where they signed. So okay. they can actually see the book where they signed. And like I said, $5 for 80 acres, $10 for 160. Now, so was they this already platted out? Yes. They so, were, so they already yeah. had places platted out. You just had yes. to figure out yeah. how to beat your neighbor there. Yes. So they shot the gun, they raced, and then you set up camp, and then one of the family members would go back and pay the five or the ten and tell them their number. Everything was given a number. So like if they lived, um, and so there was a, um, they were all plotted out, and so they would come back and say, okay, we claimed space R1, W3 or whatever. And so that, and then they would take that and go back, and they would give them the, ticket that that was their land they had five years to farm or ranch it if they didn't they would lose it even if they paid the five or ten dollars wow and we have a monument out front of the museum that shows the uh, majority of the people that made the run in blackwell and bremen we also have an ownership map from the ballantine family that had the glass plant this is our ownership map for them it shows them who their neighbors were okay and shows where they lived and so there were different um, sections, um, different townships, like Blackwell City, Blackwell Proper, um, Lowell, Renfro, um, different um, townships so that they could come in. And that took care of Blackwell, Tonkwell, Bremen, Ponca City, and Newkirk. And then it was registered at the courthouse, which our courthouse in K County is in Newkirk. Oklahoma City, of course, it, Oklahoma right. County's Oklahoma City. Guthrie is a um, would be a capital. Woodward and is a capital. Alva is in Woods County, and so that's where their courthouse is. Is Cordell is Washita, so okay. it depended on where your courthouse was. Where and Blackwell at the time um, was started by A. J. Blackwell, which he named the town. And he had um, about seven children, 
three different wives. So we have history on A.J. Blackwell. We have history on W.S. Prettyman. This is actually him at the top. And um, then this is also him on the run. And this is his picture that he took of the run that we put on different things. Um, you can find no, it is that an actual photograph? No, those are copies. Okay. Oh, well, I meant, I meant that is photo, from an yeah, actual yes, photograph. Yes, yes. The actual photographs are in the Wichita State Library, and also Norman has some of the Prettyman pictures. And how many people were lined up to do this run? Do you have any idea? 150,000. 150,000. 150,000 people were lined up on this line to go claim mm -hmm. land. Was there, real, was there enough acreage for everybody, or were there just a whole bunch of losers? I don't know. That, I, now, a lot of people did probably do the run of 89 and then also run here because a lot of people have given up their land and given them, you know, resold it to someone, and maybe they moved to another state or another part of Oklahoma because the last part that was claimed, here's our the different dates. And this also shows the Indian tribes. But, like, this is the run of 93 up here that okay. shows all the counties, Noble, Kay, Grant, Garfield, Alfalfa, Woods, Woodward, Gar um, all through there, Major, all through there. Now, this part down here is called Big Pasture. Big Pasture was not settled till 1906, and it was sealed bids, like I talked about. Right, right. Okay, and then this is a drawing, kind of like a lottery. Okay, and then this is a run of 1893, and then the panhandle was 1890, and then like Old Greer was 1892, but 93 was the last um, formal run. And wow. then this shows where all the tribes were. No, I knew that they'd had one. I mean, I watched the movie Far and Away, I think. Yeah. And they yes, had yes, they had yes. a reenactment in now, that movie. Now, this is from Roosevelt. This is from Theodore Roosevelt, saying that this person um, is from the Holland family in Perry, Oklahoma. And so this was given to us. Wow. See, it says Oklahoma, 1893. And it's an actual certificate. It's an actual certificate. Here's another one. Wow. This and whole it, land run thing now it is mind-boggling to me that you now, have 150,000 people running out to claim. And then this one was signed by acres. McKinley. Okay. President, President McKinley. McKinley. And um, so this is the Kramer family. Wow. So see, and then this is a certificate they sent out after everybody had owned their land 100 years, the Holland Farm. And it was signed by Governor Walters. In 1993, 100 okay. years old. Wow, and that same family still owns that piece? Yes, they do. They brought it in um, not long ago. And then wow. we also have old pictures of Blackwell. There's Hotel Blackwell, which was opened up by A.J. Blackwell. Um, he started Blackwell. He had the first school, the first business, the first church, and the first home. And then he moved to Chelsea and um, help start Chelsea. And then in here you'll see like there's an old time bank picture. Right. Now this picture over here I was going to show you. This is actually on the front of several different books and it shows Foster's and it shows Snow White. Um, there's Creamery. It shows like see where they were having like a fair. You can see the Ferris yeah, wheel. Oh, yeah. And then um, these other pictures there, this here place, they're plowing. Um, this is actually where they um, rode the buggy, the stagecoach right, right. came. So there's all these old pictures, and then you go through here into our train room. And it, so you've got the old train, which also they, for the run, they rode the horse, they walked. They also came by train. So they wow. could, a lot of them rode horses to race. But others rode the train and ran to their land. And then they had to go back to turn in their ticket. Some of them walked 30, 40, 50 miles to take their ticket back to the county seat. Wow. And then this is, we have a cane collection, a Santa collection, dolls, all kinds of collections that people have had. But our train room's really neat. This is an old train schedule for the Topeka Santa Fe. 
Okay. So that is from 1889. That was effective. This is the rates to the Atchison, Topeka, Santa Fe. <coughs> and then as you go through here, Blackwell had the Santa Fe, the Frisco, and the Rock Island. All three, three of them came through. Three different railroads came through Blackwell. Wow. And so you'll see this is a train room that was given to us by Leroy Jacks. And Leroy loved trains. This is him. And he gave each of his kids and grandkids a little engine or a little train car as well as a railroad tie. And then this is his uniform from World War II. Okay. And Leroy um, won several medals. I have people ask me about Leroy all the time. Every time they traveled, they'd pick up something to add to their train museum. Huh. So they had like the Harvey House. We also had um, the Doodlebug, which would take people from um, over to like the dog races and the pony races on the other side of the tracks by the... Um, foundry okay. and the glass plant and then it showed we still have the depot the blackwell um depot then that's still standing yes okay yes wow and then here's a this was on the front of the train that used to be in the park and it was donated to the museum a baldwin locomotive works yeah in philadelphia and it's the brass plate that went on the front, front of the wow train, yeah this and then really here's cool. the sign from the Eddy train track, which isn't far from here. It's a little small area. Okay. And then here is um, Hardy, Oklahoma, and Uncas, which is a the steel trestle, which isn't far from us either. And is it still standing? That was still standing. They brought me that picture about three years ago. Wow. So lots of neat train stuff from Leroy. And then through here, here's our glass plant, Hazel Atlas glass plant. They made glass kind of like your vision cookware or when you go now and you buy like your um, cur jars right. and things like that. Hazel Atlas made the glass. Um, and the, on the bottom of the glass, if it's a B, it's from Blackwell, an A from Ada. So each one was given a number. Okay. And so, um, like this is your, um, like vinegar. Yeah, there's all uh, kinds syrup, of different little. Salt you you and mentioned the cur, but you've got lots of other little bottles, uh, like like you said for yeah, vinegar that all, has a little yeah. stopper is, in it. Yeah, and all this of that is kind all Hazel Atlas. They also so they made everything from your canning jar to dishes. Now, did that just turn into the Atlas Glass Company? Because I, I, I've seen Atlas before, um, like for canning jars. Yeah, this is Hazel Atlas. Three brothers came to Blackwell and opened up the glass plant, the Ballantine family. Okay. Alex, Robert, and David. And um, they were also all Masons, so their wives were worthy matrons. So they all, but lots of different um, things for the town. It was here till 55 and it was we lost it in the tornado in oh, 55. Okay and we're gonna get to the tornado. Yes and then here's an old dollhouse. Uh, we have um, dairy stuff. Yes we have dairy and farming and ranching, old plows, uh, lots of dairy. We had quite a few dairies in our area. Do you still have dairies or uh, most There's of those probably gone? a couple, but not as many as there used to be. Then you've got a saddle shop, it looks like, with yes. harness and, mm -hmm. and uh, leather working tools and all of that. These are the old newspapers oh. from Blackwell. And then this is our area that we're going to have put together by hopefully February. We cleaned out some of the, um, the old Masonic Lodge. So we have pictures of the worthy matrons as well as the masons. These are some of their formal dresses. So we have a really nice collection of some of the dresses they wore when they were the worthy matron. Wow. And then this is our smelter section. The zinc smelter was here till 77. Um, it employed a great number of Blackwell people. It was opened, it only closed one year through World War II. It opened in uh, the early 1900s. Uh, through World War One, it was here. World War Two, the Depression, 
all the way till 77. And they smelted the zinc, and so they would take the zinc and heat it up in this into the furnace. Here's pictures of the furnace. Right. And they put the connies, which are these, right here, the connies. Okay, right. Um, like kind of a cement connie. And they put it into the furnace. And here's the kettle. They heated it up in this. These are the zinc balls. And then it went in a, a cast like this and made your brick. And then wow. that's a piece of sludge left over. Yeah, that's a nice so brick were, of, of zinc. Yes. And now, so they mined the zinc here also, or they just smelted it here? They smelted it here. It came in on the rail cars. From someplace. That I, that I don't it know. It just showed up. It, well, it came in on the rail cars, yes. And see, there were wow. three towers. This is the whistle that they blew at the end of World War II. We have a monument out front for the um, people that went off to World War II that worked at the smelter. They had reunions until about 2010, 2012. They would have a reunion every year. Now this is a big steam whistle too. This yes. thing's like five foot tall. Yes. It's a big whistle. I've seen a lot of the smaller ones, but I don't know that I've seen a whistle that big. And then we also had a flour meal. Okay. And it, uh, we have stuff about the fire. There was a fire in the 50s at the flour mill, and then they rebuilt. Um, and so the flour mill was here till about 2014, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah, we have different samples. And then why did they the, shut down? Just things that move away. I mean, you know. Wow. So, so was come. this a, a real strong farming, like wheat area? Lots or? Of yeah, we do have some wheat. A um, little bit of Milo, um, lots of cattle, a little bit of oil and gas. Um, there's also, here's an old map. This is kind of unique. This oh, shows yeah. like your refinery. Here's the Shikaski River that okay. runs through. And then it shows, this is the layout of the town, which it shows your Cushing refinery, your brick factory, uh, turvy packing plant. You guys had all kinds of stuff here. This place was really kicking. Globe refinery. Yeah. And all of the pictures, I notice as I'm looking at the pictures on the wall of, of the town and, and that kind of stuff, there was a lot of activity in the streets. It, mm -hmm. It's always full. Yeah, it was. And this is our sewing section and quilt. This is a land run quilt. We've got to go back to the um, land run again. This is Dora Goodson. And Owen, she actually claimed the land. Okay. She actually made the run. It's her, it was her land. And so women were allowed to own land at that point in time? Because yes, I know that yes, there, was, yes. there was a point in time when the man is who owned the land and the woman, there was a lot of controversy no, yeah. with a lot of that stuff. There, yes, yes. And then this is her worthy matron dress. Okay. And then this is an old phone from their home. Right. And the old sewing so, machine. Singer sewing from, machine yep, and an so, old treadle machine. Yeah, so we've got all those kinds of... Now, this machine was bought... Um, she sold her pony to get money so for her first child. And she used a sewing machine. And so this is her old-time sewing machine. But she sold her pony so she could make clothes for her first baby. Wow. And then we have another sewing machine that they used um, to make, um, one of them made like parachutes. Oh. She, um, and she sold, I can't remember, um, she and her family went together because her husband um, needed parachute. And so she started making parachutes and sending them to different companies. For the war effort? Uh -huh. or? yeah. Wow. <laughs> so that's some, pretty fascinating. And this is a leather machine for belts and boots. And, and let's let's drop back again and talk a little bit more about this quilt uh, run that you were talking about. I've I've in my travels in lots of different places. I've seen the barn quilts mm -hmm. out. They're not actual quilts. They're more like no, paintings. It's a piece of wood painted. Yes, it's a and painting. They, they stick them on the on the barns, barns or buildings, houses. Or, yeah. And mm -hmm. I noticed that there was probably 10 of them on my way into town. We now, what's the significance? Of them. You've got no. 90 of them There's here? There's about 90 in Blackwell, yes. Wow. That's part of the geocache. And like I said, the museum has four. 
There's one at Star Lumber. There's two across the street. Most of the schools, the different businesses in town, parks, the hospital has one, City Hall has one, the fairgrounds have two. There's some out in the county, like the county barn has some. Uh, Goodson Ranch has one. Glenny Farms has one. And they can pick up the maps from the you. The maps, yep, we but have the, the maps what's the significance here. of that? What, what started the, well, the it was barn quilt like thing? The, well, the women would quilt inside, and some of the men would paint a barn quilt and put it on their barn. This was 50 years 18, ago in well, the 1800s? Yeah, like late 1800s, early 1900s. Okay. Now, I did have a man come in <coughs> that does the barn quilt trail. And he said, actually, the barn quilts became famous again during World War II. Okay. When they were hiding some of the children, they would, if there was a quilt on their home, they knew it was safe to go there. I also had a person tell me that during slave trade times, the barn quilts were used. For the same purpose. For the same purpose. They knew it was safe to come to that home because there was a barn quilt. Okay, that's so what I was many looking different, for. There's many different stories. Um, when we first, I first heard about it when I went to the Oklahoma Museum Conference. And so we came back and I let some kids make some small ones that summer. And then it got passed on to our board president and our board president passed it on to Cindy Ord, who is president of Top of Oklahoma Barn Quilt Trail. Okay. And so she has made over 90 for the trail. And there have been many, many people that have made, I've, I'm assuming she's made probably close to 300 help wow. people make them. And so um, Blackwell has quite a few. And they started the geocaching about a year and a half ago. Now let's talk a little so. bit about the geocaching, just because there's probably people that don't understand what that is. And I was involved in the geocaching for a while. And what it is is people take things and hide them in kind of plain sight, but not really. So right. if you're walking across the bridge, there may be a magnetic key holder or something that has a register in it on the back side of the, of the bridge where you're mm -hmm. walking, and you can find by using GPS uh, tracking, yep. you can, you can uh, follow your GPS, you can find it, and then you can sign your name and log it in. But some people get really extravagant, like out in the country or maybe in some of the flower beds or something like that. You may find like a coffee can that has a bunch mm -hmm. of really just trinkets. You know, right. there might be a diamond there. Or there might be other little trinkets, uh, plastic toys or whatever. And you can take one, but you're supposed to leave one also. And right. so these things end up going all over the nation with the uh, people that are hardcore geocaches. Yeah, yes. When we did it, we put thimbles. The okay. museum donated, I think I donated about 60 thimbles so that they could put some of those in the geocaching. We also had an event where they came to the museum and they got to learn a little bit about the museum. We're a stop for a point. In Blackwell, they can go eat, get gas, come to the museum, and I have a stamp for them. Okay. And so they pick up the map, and I can give them a stamp. They tour the museum, and then they can that helps them get their coin. Some of them that are a little more into it will pay five or ten dollars so they can have, you know, a bigger amount of clues so they can do the next level of the geocaching. Okay. Some people just like to see the quilts and take pictures. And the thing that and, I really yeah. liked about geocaching, just for people that, that seem intrigued with this, is it's basically a treasure hunt. Yeah. Like the treasure hunts you did when you were a kid, you know, all except you don't have somebody standing there saying, you're getting warmer, you're right. getting, oh, yeah. now you're cold. It's, yes, uh, exactly. it's one of those things that they, it takes you to some really beautiful places because somebody will go out in the boonies who knows where, and hide something. And in order to go geocache it, you've got to drive out in the boonies to find it, and you can end up Wait overlooking... Through water. Uh, yeah, you, well, you could Wait end up looking water. at all kinds of really interesting places that a lot of people don't See go to. See a lot to. of treasures. Now, this is our toy area, and we have, like, your old-time marbles. Uh, we also have marble shooters. Uh, we have the old Zip Z... The, Zippy Zither, which is like a harp. Right. And then we have an old football game. 
We also have corn husk dolls, which are made out of corn husk, and they played with them. Um, they were popular in the U.S., linked to American culture, done like for the early settlers. We also have vintage sawdust dolls. That was sawdust yes, dolls. like the dad would make furniture or something, and with the sawdust left over, they would put that in and make a doll. We have a soldier and a clown. Wow. And so it was I don't used. know that I've ever seen a sawdust yeah. doll. And then a lot of the old cast iron type toys mm -hmm. and, and some of that kind of stuff, too. Jack in the Box, the old yeah. dolls. Here's a top. Yep. And then we also have, like, your old um, skates also right. through here. <laughs> so there's lots of different toys. The old fire truck ladder. So there's lots of different toys and things. Pogo stick. Now, that's a pogo stick. I don't know mm -hmm. that I've ever really seen one like that. It's almost got like a tennis ball on top of a post and then the spring yep. step-on thing on the bottom instead of having like handlebars. That mm -hmm. one looks like it'd be a bit more of a challenge, and if you fell down, it kind of stick you. would be in trouble. <laughs> then we have, a we have a Lincoln section. We have, this came from the old high school that was across the street. And then we also have a Lincoln chair which was given to us by a family, um, and they, their family lived near Lincoln when he was running as, for president. Okay. And the gentleman took him to and from his law office while he was running, and this is the chair he sat in in their home. And really? And they passed it down through the generations. Wow. So, so Lincoln an, actually sat in, that, in yes, his chair. Yes, he did. Yes, it's been passed down through four generations, I believe. It's amazing what you find when you're going to these museums. Isn't that neat? I mean, I was at I was at a museum in, in Oregon, the Tillamook Air Museum, and there's pieces of the Hindenburg. I didn't know there were pieces oh, of the Hindenburg. Cool. I thought it was gone. And he had pieces sitting there, and you're going, What are these pieces of the Hindenburg doing in Tillamook, Oregon? Here's some more um history through here. We've got like the old clocks. Um, these are dockets behind you, assessment rolls, voting records. Now, how come those aren't in the courthouse? Those were, these are copies given to the museum. Okay. I they was going to say, because I digital, thought most of that stuff... But all, they went digital, oh, so they yes. So you've got all the paper ones. Yes. Now, this is our tornado room, the okay. 1955 Before Blackboard Before we get tornado. started with the tornado yes. room, can yes. I take a quick sponsor break? Yes, of course. Okay, now we're in the tornado room. Yes, so. this is our tornado room. Um, we've got the old um, newspapers from that tornado. We also have a video of the last of the responders. Uh, we have a, actually a tornado that shows the different colors. You know how they talk about the sky right. being blue and then purple, and then it turns pink and then purple, and then it makes the tornado. So the light on this starts out blue, okay. and then it turns pink and then purple. We okay. may have to give him water. Well, we're out of water. Can you grab us some water? Okay. Well, let's talk about this tornado. Let's. You can hear the wind. Uh, yeah, you can hear the wind. That's kind of what it was like. But here is um, old pictures. Uh, Blackwell had the tornado, the timeline. It starts out. May 25th in the afternoon, there were storms, and then through the evening, more storms, and then by 927, everything is gone. At night? Yes. So, and so how, yes. how big of a tornado was this? F5. Which means... Killed 23 people. The winds were going between 261 and 318 miles yes. an hour. And yes. this was at 930 at night? It was By then, it was over. Yeah, it started... The big amount started at 9.01 and went through 9.27. The tornado was gone, and then it um, dissipated, and then it reformed and joined another tornado and hit Udall, Kansas at 10.30. Wow. And we lost 23 people. So out front of the museum, we've raised money to get monuments. Okay. So as you're walking up the front, you can see the list of 23 names and then pictures of different um, structures that were damaged. We lost over 100 homes. 
Uh, the glass plant was lost. School, park school and Riverside school was lost. Damage to the um, foundry, damage to turvy packing plant. This is a one of a kind piece of glass from the glass plant. Okay. This is, was in a press and blow machine and it would have been an olive jar. And the lady went back and they destroyed everything there because they didn't want any copies or anything inferior. So she took this out of her machine. And so this is a one-of-a-kind piece of glass. And then this shows like your caster for furniture, cups, glasses, canning jars, all kinds of things. But this is some of the piece. Um, this is an old insulator. Right. And then this is from the foundry. So there was damage to Hazel Atlas, the Acme Foundry, and Turvey's. And then damage to schools, homes, churches. The Lutheran Church was damaged. Um, this is a pass that was signed by the mayor to let them come back into the area after the tornado. Um, this is Hamlin's house. They had Hamlin's Chevrolet, Ray Hamlin. And this is their home. You can see the not much left way it looks. Um, wow. This is a map that shows the path it took and where our casualties lived. We have pictures of our casualties. Uh, one lady actually lost her grandchild. She was holding her 11-month-old grandson, and, and he was pulled out of her arms. Wow. Um, then, that had to be something yes. to live with. Here is um, Pamela Coyle. She was at her friend's house, and she died um, later, two years later, um, went from broom straw being in her head. From what? Broom straw. A piece of a broom went through the back of her head. It drove it through her skull. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes, it did. That is unbelievable. Um, this is Julius Bartels. <laughs> he was a World War I decorated veteran who lived out in the country, and he was blown. They found him along the fence line. Um, uh. So there's different stories. Um, the one, most unique... It's probably this one. Her name is Rosa Stiles, and she had just moved here and had graduated high school, her and her husband, and he worked for the smelter and the foundry. And she had a little boy named Philip. She put him down in the cellar and went back up to the, what they believe shut the cave and had told them where she was. She put a mattress over him, saved his life, and she went up to pull the door, and it got her, and she was killed. Um, wow. And so what is interesting is one of the gentlemen on our board, his name is Lauren Valentine, and he did the cleanup. So you'll hear him on the video. But he found her, and he did not know until 2020 who that was until oh, we really? did research and found out exactly who that had to have been by the ages of the victims. Huh. And um, so he'll talk about that in the video. We have pictures, old um, a damaged wall. There are items on here that were from the tornado. Um, this is a car tag from right. Blackwell. Um, we were sixth in the largest counties in Oklahoma. So that's why there's a six. And then it says 55. Um, here's the broom straw that we put here for um, Pamela. Wow. Um, we have a clock at the time. Uh, there's different things like the glass plant, um, the brick factory, an old sewing machine, book from that time frame, screen door wire, things like this. This is an actual pan from the 50s, and we ran over this with a car <laughs> in, order to... in order to get it to even look similar. So they don't make things like that now. Right. But Life Magazine, Blackwell was featured in... Life Magazine, we were also featured in the Postal Review. Um, we were also featured in the Tulsa World, the Enid, um, Oklahoma City. And now, the this was the first tornado? For, that... Big tornado for Blackwell, yes. Okay, and this was the first one that got national coverage or... Probably, yes, for Blackwell it was, yes. Okay. Woodward was in 47 and Blackwell was in 55.
Okay. So the big tornado in Woodward was in 1947. And then and, the big one for Blackwell was in 55. And again, we're talking about winds of 261 to 318 yes. miles an hour. And oddly enough, the, I found this, but in the newspaper on July or on May 22nd, this is what it was in the paper. The Red Cross Bloodmobile will be here Wednesday the 25th from 11 to 4.15. Help now may save a life. It could be yours. Wow. So it'd be interesting. That was the day of the tornado. This was the Sunday paper before. And it shows in the paper all the people that were hurt in the tornado, killed in the tornado. Um, then a couple days later, it shows their status in the hospital, where they were. Um, so it's just interesting that it would be interesting to know how many people gave blood that then needed they were it. in the tornado. Yeah, they wow. needed it. Or their family needed it. We also have a military room. It goes World War One, World War Two, Vietnam, Korea. Oh, and you've got lots this of uniforms. And... This is Julius that was killed in the tornado. Okay. This is him. Um, we, have, we have all different. Uh, now, this is unique. We're about to go into Pearl Harbor. Okay. And this is Blackwell's casualty. It was the first casualty of World War Two. Robert Markley, and he was from Blackwell and Narden area, and he was killed on the runway. Oh, really? Yes, and he was the first casualty of Pearl Harbor. Uh, we actually, wow. K County lost five men in, and, Pearl Harbor? in Pearl Harbor on that day. Wow. So, yeah, we've got, so we're going to, we did a big veterans display where we lined the yard with 500 flags and had displays from World War One, World War II, Korea, and Vietnam. Um, You've got a flight jacket with Miss America on yes, it. Yes, this all leather. is Bonnie Wells. This is belonged to Bonnie Well. And then we also have Dunaway's. Um, he flew with the Thunderbirds. Okay. And was a colonel in the Air Force. And his brother was killed in Pearl Harbor, which wow. is why he joined the service because he lost his brother Dunaway in the um, in Pearl Harbor, and then we have um, ration books. We have um, old pictures, helmets, duffel bags. These rations okay. are ration books and coupons are are uh, of an intrigue to me. Also, it's just amazing what what they went through. The old cot. Through. We've got like the old cot and the old books. Uh, we have scrapbooks from people that had letters from their relatives. Uh, we have a flag, the 13 colony I was going to say, this you've got a flag with 13 stars on it. Yep, that's the old 13 colony. Now, where did you acquire that? It was this donated authentic? to the museum. Yeah. This is yes. authentic. Yes, it was, and it was re-pieced before they framed it. But it wow. was passed down. Through generations. So, and then this you is. You don't see those. Um, this is the official roster of the 189th. And then from 41, we also have um, these are the men that went to the service when this picture was done. This is our armory. And that picture was done by Cussler. And that was actually the Blackwell Armory, the people leaving in the 189th. And then this is the men. Wow. So we have that, and then this is right here, is Kennedy with the astronauts. Okay. And this gentleman right here is Lauren Valentine, and he okay. was is our board member. Oh, really? He was Secret Service for JFK, and he also <laughs> did the torn up tornado cleanup, and who found the lady in the tornado. Right. That's the same man. So. Wow, he's kind the, of been all over. He has. He was. Um, Border Patrol after that. So, wow. very highly educated man, did quite a bit for our country. Uh, we have a fire and police room. Um, we also have the old newspaper, the Rock Record. This is number one, featured column number one, um, volume number one, the very first newspaper for Blackwell. Really? Old typewriters. 
Here's old the computer. old DOS computer with the floppy disk. Right. Yes, and then this is our fire and police room. And you've got lots of different fire and, and police-oriented stuff. Mm -hmm. You've got one of the yes. old throw-it fire extinguishers that would yes. suck all the oxygen out yes. of the room. And then here's, this used to be on the top of City Hall, the rain gauge. Oh, And see, that that's that how is? they recorded it. They would record on the little thing and save okay. it. Okay. So and you got some old ladders in here and some old fire uniforms and boots and masks, oxygen supplies or air supplies. The hose connections. <clears throat> One of the old pot. jump out of the window round thingies that everybody held. The parachute, yes. <clears throat> That is that is cool too. Just lots and of neat stuff. And then this is um, our police chief George Morgan. And then we have different um, times through um, through here. This is actually Prettyman took these pictures. Our Landron photographer W S Prettyman. And Prettyman was also mayor of Blackwell. Okay. He was our fifth mayor. And then this is the bullets from this gun. From here, from this gentleman, what have they killed? What Shot did he him. do wrong? He was robbing the bank. Oh, is he a bank robber that any yes. of us would know, or he was just a local well, no, guy that decided he, to be bad? Yes, he was, and he's in the Gunfighters Edition. Oh, the Gunfighters Edition yes. of... Uh, this is Buck McGreg. Okay. And Bill Craven, Ben Cravens. And so um, this is a rare photograph of a manhunt of the posse, and here's the shack where he hid, from which they fired two, fired on the two gunmen and flushed them out. Okay, and, and this is the, the old Time Life series that you see in antique stores a lot. I've got the whole set at home. I'm going to have to go home and read this. This is Lund, Alfred Lund. And so this is, um, and then there's a whole article about Lund and McGregor. Alfred Lund was the early day peace officer that um, flushed him out. And, of okay. course, then Prettyman took these pictures. So it was kind of neat. To, bad day at Blackwell. And there's a... Um, and it's on page 116 of... Did you say it was a gunfighter? Gunfighter's of the gunfighter edition of the Time, Time Life. Life books, yeah. Wow. That's pretty impressive. I'm telling you. See, here he is right here. <laughs> you are telling me. <laughs> And then we have a badge from J.C. Robbins, 1893, the night watchman for Blackwell. Wow. The first policeman in Blackwell. And now when did Oklahoma become a state? 1907. 1907. So November. it was still a territory at, yes, at that point yes, in time. Yeah, yeah, it was still Oklahoma territory. Now this is a courting chair. The man sits on one side and the lady on the other and they can play games or they can, and they have to rock together. Yes, they do. Okay, now together. let me describe this this chair. This is two rocking chairs that are sitting with uh, one one guy's facing one way and the lady's facing the other, and the arm of the chair is held together to where they're offset. Their feet are sitting offset, and they've got a platform on the bottom of the rocker to where their feet sit on that, and they can rock back and forth. But there's a round table in the middle of the joined arms that can slide back and forth. So like they could play games or they could do something Drink else games. other than playing checkers or dominoes wouldn't yeah, work real well while tea. you were rocking. Right, they can have tea or have something to drink, sit there and visit. Um, you know, and it they, still kept them from getting too intimate. That's right. Because they had that arm right there that's in between right, them. That's right, in between them. <laughs> it's a courting chair. Wow. I've never seen a chair like that. That is just really, really cool. And now this part of the building used to be the Red Cross. So that doorway here, there was parking, and they could come in and do blood drives and disaster relief. We turned it into our music room and our doll room. So we have old pianos and organs, You've got glass like six windows. old pianos. You've got... Uh, a couple of those, what do they call these pianos that are like grands? They're box grands? Or what, is that what they're called, is box mm -hmm. grands? Yes. Yep. And then you've got some regular pianos in here, upright pianos. You've got a couple of pump organs that had the old bellows in them that you would pump. And, and then we have the gramophone. Yes. 
Just and, lots of really cool stuff in there. And the Victrolas, black and white TVs. And an old cabinet TV with a record player in one side that has to be the 1950s, early 50s. Yeah, and then there's a black and white on the top where it right. says, I love Lucy. I love Lucy. Wasn't that a good show? Yes. And then we've got your old, um, like the old dresses and capes. And then this is our doll room. Oh, wow. Different, a doll collection. This lady made all these dolls, Sammy Davis Jr., Phyllis Diller, President Carter, Barbara Streisand. Then the early day dolls, fancy dolls, all kinds of different. And now she made these? She made these dolls and entered them into like the fairs. Oklahoma wow. State Fair, Grant County, Kay County Fair, and won blue ribbons. Um, and then she passed them, some of them on to her family and then some of them on to the museum. But she collected dolls as well as made them. And, and this is a collection. How many dolls do you have in here? Too many. Too, too many. We're too not going to start counting? We're not going to count. Too many. Way too many. There is a lot of dolls. Lots of dolls. But that was her collection and... She loved to sew and be creative, so, you know, hey, we have it now. So, And then we have um, artwork from several different people that have been from Blackwell. Um, this is different art. Here's a painting that one of our um, loyal people did of Deer Creek. Shows the old Deer Creek downtown okay. in like the probably 1930s, 40s. Wow, you just have so much Lots stuff here. Lots of stuff. Yes, and we have a Native American room, a doctor room, pharmacy, music stuff, school room. We missed all that. That's well, okay. Well, <laughs> we still, I mean, there's a lot of collections. There is a lot of there collections. There are. There's a lot to see. This is just absolutely amazing. In I'm so glad summer, I stopped. In the summer, we do hands-on for the kids where the parents can look around and the kids can do like coloring pages or play with the trains or Lincoln Logs, Tinker Toys, wow. different things. And then um, we do things for Pearl Harbor, Veterans Day. Um, we also have events um, in the spring, a bean feed. We decorate for Christmas, elf hunt, nutcrackers on parade. We're, we do things 24-7, I tell you. I was going to say, and your husband doesn't get drug into any of this, does he? Oh, I can tell by the smile on his face that he's standing <laughs> over here going, what else do we have to do? <laughs> yes. yes all this, the... is, this is so, so it's interesting. So really lots of neat collections. You do. Yes. So you guys are on the, are on the web. Do you have a gallery? We have a Facebook gallery? page. You've got a Facebook page. We have page. a Facebook page. And what is it called? Top of Oklahoma Historical Society Museum. Is that all? Yeah. That's Top of Oklahoma, Oklahoma Historical, Historical Society Museum. Museum. Yes. And this is our Native American room. It's a little darker in here because to keep the artifacts, this is Cherokee dress. Okay. It's got the beadwork from the Cherokee. And that's authentic? Yes. And then wow. this is the headdress and the shield of the <clears throat> chief. Um, and then also we have artwork by Alice Sology, um, that is Cherokee. We also have stuff on the 101 Ranch. Um, and what's the story on the 101 Ranch? The 101 Ranch is um, outside of Ponca City, and they did all rodeos, things like that. In okay. The, lots of different actors would come through, and you know they would ride and rope and had different like food. They would haul in trucks to bring in all kinds of food so they could cook. And they'd have like bonfires and, you know, rope cattle and have clowns, all kinds of okay. different things. And, and Oklahoma, I've noticed, had some of the old famous cowboys uh, in the area. Paul Huska has um, ben, Johnson. ben Johnson, yes. Okay, and there was another one in... Uh, that town I called you from. Now I can't remember what the name of it was. Paul Huska? No, Bartlesville. 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 Uh, Linda would know. I might have to go ask Linda. Who? We, we, Will Rogers was in... Uh, Claremore. Claremore. Claremore, yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, boy, I'm going to have to go ask Linda. Something mixed. 
Tom Mix. Tom Mix. Yes, that's who it is. Tom Mix. Yeah. He's got a museum down yeah. there. I everything was closed when I was coming through, oh. so we didn't get to see yeah. some of that, which I would have liked to have. This but. is Pretty Men's pictures. Okay. These are the of Native, of Native, Amer Native Americans at, yes. at that time. He he was pretty prolific with his photography, yeah, wasn't this. he? We've got White Eagle. Also, this is Chief White Eagle. Wow. And then you've got maps with all the different tribes. We have a red-tailed hawk. Um, owls and different skulls, the bonfire, the bobcat. Yeah. So you just end up in a nice. And then, and then in here we have the old time um doctors and pharmacy, your glasses, okay. um the oh, dentist. Wow. So yeah. She's got a cabinet right here with the old optri uh, optical uh examination where they do the little glass flip out thing, but this is this is old. This yes. is really cool. Yeah. Isn't that cool? It is. All the different eyeglasses. And then we have different the pharmacy, we have the country doctors. Um Quite a bit um, for the hospital, examination table, the old wheelchair, um, early day artificial limbs. Prosthetic legs. Prosthetic, yes. yeah. Wow. Yeah, this, this is, is actually a skull. Isn't that cool? Yeah. <laughs> There's some neat stuff. There is. The, the, yeah. In order to go through this museum, somebody would need to really spend a lot of time and, and walk and look and walk and look. And yep. Or they may decide, you know, there's one thing they are dying to see and, you know, well, they say, I don't know hey, what Melissa, the one... where is that? And I can take them right to it. I don't know what the one thing would be. Well, there's a lot of neat stuff. <laughs> because there stuff. is just too many one things. There's a lot of really neat stuff. This has really, really is. been fascinating. Well, I really appreciate you making yourself That's available. Awesome. Again, we're, we're in Blackwell, uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, and it's right in the middle of town. You can't miss this museum because it's the coolest looking building in town. In fact, it's probably the coolest looking building I've seen in about 20 towns. So okay. it, is just, it is just a really nice building. It's super nice people, well, knowledgeable people, and so much to see and so much to do. I thank you so much for, for spending this time with us. We're glad you came. Send Me all your too. friends. Send all your friends. And uh, I finish out by saying the world is full of wonder. People need to get out, explore, see what's out here. And everybody, have a wonder-filled day. All the rolling go. Where am I to go? Meet Johnny. Where am I to go? For I'm a young and a sailor lad, and where am I to go?